Right, welcome to another edition of This Is Mappa. I'm Stel. I've got Thasso again. Good Hello. evening, young man. Hello, good evening. Good evening, Galispera, bonsoir, all, all that business. All of it, all that jazz. How was your weekend, uh, man? Ah, so it was all right. You know, got to see some football, got to not see some football. Uh, <laughs> got to, you know, spend some time with the kids and the family. It's great. Great stuff. Lovely. What about yourself? Well, mate, do you know what? I'm same same boat as you, really. But I'm not going to lie to you. I was really looking forward to sitting down on a Sunday evening to watch the uh, the derby in Limassol. Yeah. And I sat my backside down, and I saw people going onto the pitch, like little young fans, people in wheelchairs, etc. I thought, oh, here we go. This is going to be a nice nice send off to the Tirio, being the last game between the two sides at the stadium which they've shared since what 75 if that's it if I'm not mistaken mm. and um next thing I know is cut, cut to commercial break I don't know what's going on I'm checking on on various news websites there's been crowd trouble our bollon supporters have been attacked with fireworks and bricks and the game's been delayed again I flick over to to cable net to watch the press conference of uh, um of uh, I flick back 10 minutes later, still nothing going on. Next thing I know, game done. Yeah. So, um, uh, you know, mate, I, I, I'll let you have the floor with this one to explain to the viewers what happened or what didn't happen, should well, I say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the game didn't happen. But yeah, the title says a dark, another dark day for Cypriot football. Do you want to tell everyone what well, happened? Yeah, so... Um... Basically, the game was built off, built as a send off, a send off for the Tirion because uh, they're thinking that they're going to move into the the Alfa Mega Stadium after this game. Hold fire on that, but anyway, um, <laughs> hold fire. I see what you yeah, did there. <laughs> uh, uh, there you go, getting all the jokes in uh, right at the beginning. Uh, but yeah, so um, and basically, what happened as the Abolon players were warming up. The IL fans, so there's actually security footage from this. There's some IL fans, obviously, with their hoods up and everything to not be able to see their faces. But on the CCTV cameras, you see them breaking concrete steps to chuck at the uh, Abolon players as they were warming up. Uh, and there's part, so part of that, they, they take the players off the pitch. They take the referee off the pitch and take everyone off the pitch and kind of get everybody back inside while they try and figure out what's going on. Uh, and kind of, there you go, there's them all meeting up there, having a little chat. But basically, between the lot of them, they decided that um, to get the get, to cancel the game because they couldn't guarantee the safety of the players or the staff. Um, so there's there's all kinds of thoughts on this uh, decision, so they kind of uh, everybody was kind of firefighting on on all ends. Again, I've gone with the fire again. Uh, sorry about that, but yeah, uh, everybody's kind of uh, tried to cover their own asses. The police saying that you know we we had uh, we, we have a responsibility for the health and safety of everyone. Uh, we decided it, uh, we we uh, gave them advice to stop the game. The CFA said kind of the same thing. Abolon obviously came out and said, "Well, we need to protect our players and our fans and our staff." So uh, we weren't willing to come outside. And Ael said, uh, "Well, they 
didn't need to cancel the game because look, when they announced they cancelled the game, everybody just left rather than causing a riot. I mean, ins and outs, basically, uh, there was a lot of people that decided that they were going to, there you go, there's the, there's the footage of the Isle fans breaking, breaking concrete off the stadium to chuck onto the pitch. But um, in essence, uh, the, the fans got together and decided, well, we're not just going to do a send-off, we're going to demolish the stadium. And I say that as like half-joking, but also that was in a letter that the police received a couple of days prior that this was what was going to happen. Um, and kind of all together, kind of everybody, you know, the, the situation kind of uh, brought itself all together. And uh, we ended up with what happened here and no game. Uh, personally, I think it's funny that now that these two clubs are probably not going to play, are going to play games now without any fans in a new stadium, which they built to have fans closer to the ground where the players are playing. There you go. Nice, nice bit, nice bit of fire there. So they, they, they also threw Molotov cocktails. Some of them obviously set a light. Some of them didn't. Uh, and then there was a bit more action happening uh, outside the stadium as well. Uh, the, the thing is, mate, I'm not trying to be funny and I'm not saying that this is okay, but it's kind of like the norm in Cyprus, isn't it? I'm not, to be honest, I wasn't surprised it happened. I, you know, I think you knew that something was going to happen between these two clubs. Let's get it right. I think Ayel's ultras have only just started going back to, to matches, haven't they? There, yeah. there was a, I, mean, I don't know, how, I can't remember how long they were away from, from matches, but this isn't the first time it's happened between these two teams. I think, was it last year or the year before one set of fans charged the other set of fans uh, clubhouse and they threw a Molotov cocktail in there. It's, it's, it's yeah, it, it's history, unbelievable. It? I know it's, it's history, but the thing is, right. So, so there's, there's, uh, there's a few people who think it's a conspiracy by the police as well, because obviously they knew something was going to happen. And rather than taking the specific measures to stop that from happening, they've kind of let it happen. So then uh, they've got the excuse to say, okay, no, we can't have away fans at, at stadiums no more. You need to sort this out. No away fans at stadiums anymore kind of thing. Well, I know last Thursday, the police wrote to the Cypriot FA, GOP, asking them to ban seven clubs from having away supports. The seven clubs were Ael, Anorthosi, Abollon, Apoel, Salamina, Omonia. And who's the other one? There was another club, Anorthosi, right? No, you said Anorthosi Seven... twice. Did I? So Anorthosi, yeah. Abolon, Apoel, Salamina, Omonia. Uh, who else? There were seven clubs. I, I know there were seven clubs. I need to, mm. again, I need to do my research a little bit. I know they, they asked for seven clubs to have away supporters banned mm -hmm. from, from, from grounds. And GOP completely ignored them, as GOP do. But imagine if they do decide to, to do this. Can you imagine how much it would hurt Cypriot football to not have away supports of these clubs as well? Because these are the biggest clubs. Apoel, Omonia, Abollon, Ael, Anorthosi. 
Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's you know they'll be they'll be showing up at their laugh. Of course, clear it is, and there's only going to be uh, for, you know 40 people there. <laughs> sorry, sorry for the, for Docs and their fans, but they don't exactly fill that stadium every week, do they? So you know, it's it's uh, it, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna end well for, for these teams. Um, I don't well, know. Look, I, they 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 brought in this fan card, right? They brought in this mm. fan card eight years ago. Yeah. And the whole premise, as far as I understand, was for, t- for them to identify the troublemakers. You couldn't purchase a, a match ticket without having the fan card. Yep. You had to present the fan card at the turnstiles. I was at the cup final last season. And I'll tell you what, no disrespect, there's this old lady. She must have been like late 60s, early 70s at the turnstile, barely mm. looking at these things. Because in Cyprus, it's like a family thing, man. This is the thing that when I talk to, talk to people about Cyprus in terms of the culture, in the UK, it's a huge country. Everyone, not many people know each other. So when you go to an event, the, the, the security you'd think would be more stringent. Yeah. But in Cyprus, it's like, oh, you can go, you can go. You know, Even checking my COVID pass when I went out there was just like, here you go, oh, whatever, just go. And that's what mm. they do out there. So can you imagine you've got 1,000, 2,000 lads with ballys on, right? With a poor old woman or a middle-aged bloke that's just there to make a couple of quid so they can buy some tiara or be able to, yeah. I don't know, afford a game of tavli with their mates, you know, so they yeah. can gamble a bit of money, buy some gunnes and some bira at the cafe. Do you know what yeah. I mean? They're not going to, they're not going to police the, the turnstiles like they should. So naturally, these lads, I wouldn't be surprised if, if hardly ever have got fucking fan cards anyway. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. Completely agree with it. Is it's? Uh, I mean, you know, IL basically came out and said that it was just the responsibility of uh, the people at the stadium to make sure that these play, uh, these people didn't have balaclavas on, like they're not supposed to, or that they've got their fan cards and whatever else like that. But it needs to be it needs to be a joint responsibility thing. There's You've got police, but at state, you know, stadiums in England or Spain or France or wherever you go, you've got police, but you've also got stewards, like proper, proper ass stewards with the coat, you know, with the reflective jacket and all, all, all that business. They don't, they don't have that in Gibraltar. They if they do, but... it's, it's, you know, it's uh, like you were saying, it's, you know, bedri down, down from the gaffene, you know. It's, it's... Well, that's, that's what it is. And yeah. the thing is, to be fair, how are you going to stop a group of, say, 20 lads with balaclavas on? How are you going to stop them and say, right, you've got to take your balaclavas on, off? Like, it, you can't do it because they ain't going to do it. And if mm. there's going to be guff guys, there's going to be problems, there's going to be fights. And you know, it's it's the clubs. Everyone's got a responsibility. The clubs got a responsibility. The the stadium officials yep. have got a responsibility. The FA, the police have got a responsibility. But it's a vicious cycle because obviously clubs have to pay for the police to be there. Yeah, they get they get a police fee after every game, mm-hmm. right? And if they if it's a big game, they're going to have to bring in more police, which means more money being spent. So what do they do? Do they Take it on the chin and say, right, we're not going to have away supporters, but then it ruins the gate receipts. 
or do they allow them to get their way supporters but pay more for the for the police in Cyprus? It's just like one of those mentalities. Why would we spend more money on police? They'll behave themselves. They'll be all right. It'll be fine. That's the mentality. But clearly, it, it ain't. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the the easiest way to get clubs to kind of think more towards spending more on the police, say, or spending more on security measures, not just the police, is. You know, you, you hit them where it hurts. So anytime that they, you know, anytime that there's crowd trouble, you know, they're like, oh, there's an ego fine. Now forget fines, forget banning fans out of the stadium. Hit the clubs with points deductions. Like bam, you go. Yeah, I, first I agree, time, then... one point. Second time, three points. Third time, five and ten. You know, if if it, if it gets to a point, it's like, all right, well, that's it, relegated. Yeah. Because the, then the, it will the make have, though, the... The, the problem they have, though, and do you know what? I'm just going to say this and, you know, I'm sure you'll agree with me. There have been many questionable decisions made over the years for most clubs in Cyprus. And you look at the Cypriot FA and you're thinking, how did you come to that decision? How did you decide that that player is only going to get a one game ban? Or how did you decide that you're only going to find this one 4,000 euros? How, 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 how? And it all boils down to who you know. Because every club, or should I say most of the big clubs, have got friends or uh, other acquaintances at the Cypriot FA. Mm. And they've got them in their pocket. It's so blatant as well. That That's the alarming thing. I mean, look, football, the corruption in football is rife. If it happens at FIFA, it could happen anywhere. Yeah. But the thing is, it's so blatant in Cyprus. So if you're going to turn around and say, okay, well, if there's crowd trouble between Ayl and Abolon, for example, we're going to deduct both teams six points. Well, Abolon might only get four points because perhaps, conjecture, I'm not saying it happens, but maybe Kizzi might have a conversation with someone at the FA and say, look, either they have, I've lent you money in the past or I've given you property in the past. Or, mm -hmm. Do you see what I mean? And they'll be like, okay, well, well, we'll make it down to two points. And you're thinking, what the fuck? And it happens, man. It, it happens. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. I mean, you know, we, we we're trying to we're, we're trying to put it across that it's a modern game and whatever else. And you know, we phased this out from what was going on in the eighties and the nineties. And but no, it still happens. It just it just happens. Uh, uh, you know, a bit more slyly now than what than what it did before. I mean, you know, Qatar got a World Cup. <laughs> well, this is it. And, and then America got a World Cup. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, it, it, for me, it's no coincidence that the USA got the World Cup. Norman, the FBI got involved, but anyway, that's that's another story for another time. Um, yeah. But in, in terms of these two teams, they're talking about obviously it being replayed at the new stadium. Part of me thinks neither club wanted this game to happen at the Syria. Well, it was it was it was a game that they were saying, you know, oh, we're gonna, you know, up to like what three weeks ago they were saying, oh, you know, this is it's gonna be the first game at the new stadium, and then at one point, uh, Abolon put out a, a press release saying that, you know, we're not putting any pressure on the stadium to be open for the Abolon Al game, but it would be nice, you know, uh, you know. Is there's a lot there's a lot of people acting in this. There's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of handshakes and stuff going on in the background. You know that 
not many people are aware of. So, you know, all, all, all we're doing, all we're doing is kind of just a conjecture right now. We, we, but we've got four or five different parties saying, some of them are saying the same stuff. Others are saying different. Uh, not not pointing fingers at him, but, um, you know, the, the every, everybody else is kind of saying, you know, there's, it's something that it's something that needed taken care of. Uh, and it, and it wasn't taken care of. Whether it was two days prior when the police received this handwritten letter that they got about demolition of the stadium, <laughs> uh, the, whether whether you know they, they weren't doing the security checks that they were supposed to, whether the stadium security people didn't do what they were supposed to, whether the teams themselves didn't do what they were supposed to. Yeah, it's 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 things that happen. It regardless, right? We're talking about as well the protection of the players playing the game. If you're banning away fans from the game, it doesn't stop the home fans from attacking the away players, does it? No, not at all. But it also doesn't stop the away fans from just turning up anyway for a fight. Yep, just outside the doesn't, stadium. Doesn't stop them. Doesn't stop them. But I'll tell you what, do you remember, I think it might have been this time last year, if I'm not mistaken, Abolon was supposed to play Aris at the Tsirio. And that game almost didn't happen because they couldn't find some a company to insure the stadium because of how yeah. decrepit it is. Can you imagine the insurer now? Can you imagine? Yeah, well, he's going to have to pay out, isn't he? <laughs> but uh, you know, there's. I don't want to use the term insurance job. <laughs> uh, yeah, three plastic bins on fire. You know. <laughs> But, um, well, look, let, let's get it right. It happened earlier on in the season. Not as bad, though, with Abolon and uh, Upwell fans fighting on the running track. Yeah. So if it's that easy for them to get on that fucking running track, imagine how easy it would be to get on the, the pitch at that new stadium. Well, yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's it, it's it's kind of a little, it's a little bit scary, you know, especially considering, you know, our, our, all three of the teams in Lemassol were like, yeah, you know, we need to keep this stadium and keep and look after it and make, make sure we leave it in the same condition that we've uh, that that we've taken it and uh, you know you you're looking at how they uh, you know how they looked after the Tyrion. I, I mean there's not much more you can say other than just shrug right as um but you know, it's not it, it's not just it's not just here though. But you like you were saying about ganging up and stuff like that. It was what happened with uh, Ayek versus Salamina at one point this season as well. I, I saw I saw a couple of weeks ago they had uh, they, they, they had a guy um, they, they had a court case with a guy and he's not allowed to go to any near Salamina games. Basically, half an hour before the start of the game and half an hour after the end of the game, he has to report to the police station to say, I'm here, I'm not at the Nassalamina game until the, end, <laughs> until the end of the season, I think it is. And then well, after that, he's free to go and do whatever he wants to go do again. Well, the funny thing is, right, what's going to stop him from going to the game after he's gone to the, 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 police, stadium, the police station the first time? Because... If I'm not mistaken, the, the nearest police station to Salamina Stadium is about 15 minutes away. I think it's in, is it Oroglini? I can't remember. It's not far. Do you know what I mean? It's At least it's got. It? It's Aradipu. Yeah. Well, exactly. It's, 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 it's Aradipu. 
It'd be even closer. So, I mean, he can, he can go to the police station half an hour before kickoff, make it to the ground 10 minutes into the game, and then leave 15 minutes early and then get there. So, I wasn't there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah see? See, I mean, just I'm here. Just stick an electronic tag on him, for fuck's sake. <laughs> it's, again, again, you know, it's... This is Cyprus. Hey, this is Mappa. Hey, hey, exactly. But yeah, All right, know. shall we move on? Yeah, let's talk about more fun things. Okay, let's talk about more fun things. Shall we, let's let's talk about Voxa's victory then. A 2-0 victory over Agrida. Agrida are now bottom of the league. They were they were yeah. second from last before this game, but now they slipped to bottom and we'll, we'll yeah. tell you guys why in a moment. But a good win for Voxa. A win that, yeah. I guess, that was on the card because Agrida have been a bit poo lately. Yeah, um, yeah. I know they... Uh, didn't they win last week, actually? Yeah, they, they, they did. They, they did. Didn't they? They yeah. won. But yeah, apart from that, they, they had three losses on the bounce. But yeah, talk to us about this one, Phila. Well, as, I mean, there's not, there's not much. I mean, the, you know, the, uh, Doxa uh, needed the result because they've been they've been absolutely they've been they've been rubbish this season they've been a lot worse than like you know you you would normally put them um and uh, you know it's a shame because you know they're they're, they're in a new stadium they've, they've completely redone it they're now in Beristero now which is a lot closer to where their home would have been otherwise than you know the Magario um but you know it's it's Hopefully they kick on now because you know we wouldn't expect Doxa to be uh, go you know going as poorly as as they have done. Um, I guess uh, I guess their manager's taking a job for another week. I was saying that if he didn't get a result here, it'd be it'd be the the, the next one out the revolving door that is the Cyprus uh, managerial office. You know, all all these managers are you know, you've been here three months. Off you go. Next one, please. You know. Thing, um, you know, so yeah, they they needed it and they got it, which is which is good for them. Um, kind of on the Agrida side, Neil Lennon, I guess, is putting on his tracksuit. He's, he's got a fresh trim on. And I'll walk into a new press conference. Fresh trim, <laughs> <laughs> as as fresh as it's gonna get, you know. Walk into a press conference <laughs> with a bottle of girl, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, mispronouncing exactly. players' names. My goodness, yeah. I remember when he had that press conference at Omoni and he was calling Hambos Hombas. Which is fucking brilliant. <laughs> he can't pronounce Agrida. Oh, my God. Chloraga. Can you imagine him, him trying to say Chloraga? <laughs> <laughs> well, bro, two, two yeah. things very quickly. Um, yeah. Voxa, they've gone from the Magario Stadium to the Gliridi Stadium, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, two, they're going two to the different, two different political side of things as well, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which is an interesting thing. But there's a player that scored, which we've just seen, Sadiq. Right. Yeah. This player, I tell you what, he must be one of the most underrated players I've ever seen in the Brodathima. Right at Voxa, right? He's been there since 2017. In 121 games, he scored 64 goals. That's almost a goal every two games, man. Yeah, like, and this is a, a, a team that has been. This team flirts with relegation every season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, he seems to. He seems to know how to. He seems to know where the where the net is. But um, this season, actually, he's not. He's not been that prolific this season. I think this is only three goals. Yeah, 12, this is yeah. his third goal. So 
he's not doing so well this season. But yeah, he's he, he always hits the he's always there or thereabouts in the scoring charts. So you know, yeah, he got thirteen goals last season in uh, twenty seven games. <laughs> yeah, so it, it it tells you, doesn't it? He's he, they found him, uh, and he seems to like you know he seems to like it there. So yeah. Good on him. Well, he joined from was it Baralimni joined them from, if I'm not mistaken. Uh you got you got past my yeah, yeah it was Baralimni in 2018 and before that he was at Anorthosi. Yeah, so so he, yeah. he knows he knows the uh, the league as well. He's he's, he's, oh, he's wait, doing... the guy's how old is he now? 30 he, he, he's getting on. 36, he, yeah, he's 36. He's getting on. But if you, to be honest, is his um his CV is pretty decent. He's played for for Armenia, Bielefeld. Um, he's played obviously for uh, Anorthosi. Yeah, so he's he's played for uh, Bielefeld in Germany. He played for Helsinki. He played in Switzerland. Played for Gymnastik in Spain. Like he's he's pretty, you know you look at him and you're thinking he's a he's a big, strong, burly player, but he can play as well, man. Yeah. Yeah, 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 no, he's 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 really good. He's really good. He's done. Uh, he's got the numbers. I mean, he, he hasn't got the numbers for Anorthosi really. I'm just looking here. He's got nine appearances for him, so uh, no goals. So he didn't do that well there. But before that, he was at Voxa. So he's been at Voxa twice. I'm just looking at it now. So he was there from 2017 to 2019, and then he rejoined in 2020, and has been there ever since. So. You know, he's he's got numbers. Like he seems, he seems to have scored in most places. He's been. He's just he just gets on. He just gets on with it quietly, doesn't he? Yeah. Kind of player. That's the kind of player you want. Yeah, he's the kind of player that will keep them up. Yeah, um, exactly. And I think that's the kind of player that someone that Olympia goes could do with someone that can yep. get them goals because they they've been struggling. But show me, that's all about Olympia goes now because this oh, is yeah. a team that. <laughs> This for me has got to be shock of the season so far. Yeah, um, yeah. Buffer faced Olympiagos top against bottom, free scoring Buffer against uh, Olympiagos, whose leading goal scorer has got three goals, all of them He's penalties. Good, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're thinking this is going to be five or six nil. And to be honest, Buffer will be kicking themselves first half because they could have been five or six nil up. They, they really could have. They really yeah. could have. Uh, I'd be. I tell you what, Mile probably saw my reaction from all this. Well, he wasn't going to the my mall, was he? <laughs> yeah, 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 oh my god! It'd be like well, what he did last week. I think shocked him awake, yeah. uh, and you know he sh he showed up. He showed up for this game. Uh, he was yeah. he, he was in for it. He wanted to, he wanted to put a performance in, and he did. He really did. Um, I mean, b both the goals were from, you know, the, not yeah, this, not this, not great. This, yeah, this yeah, this sorry, one was this the offside. Yeah. yeah, but both yeah. goals, yeah, both defensive mistakes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, once we get to them, but yeah, the. Um, I mean, not sure what go. I'm not sure what's going on in most defenders' heads. To tell you the truth, in the Brodathlima, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, I don't know where these decisions are coming from. Kind of uh, at at the time, it's it's so weird, but yeah, um, Olympiagos kind of 
it'll do it'll do their confidence all all kinds of good to get a result like this. Uh, whilst on the on the other side, Baffor, uh, is there going to be cracks? Is there going to be cracks in in that um, in that wall? Are they gonna? Are, are they gonna crack under the pressure? Is there gonna be? Uh, I, I, Joe, I don't, I don't think so. I just think this was one of those games where it, it, it wasn't going for them. You know, when you have one of those games, yeah. where no matter what you do, I mean, you see them putting the ball in the box. There's a free header. There's, there's so much. The, the finishing was poor. But then, yeah. can you say that the goalkeeper played the blinder? Can you say that the defense was? Okay, I mean, this is the goal. What the fullback I mean, what, was doing there? What is that? What what is that? What is that? And what about the goalkeeper's starting position? Because yeah. I was expecting him to come rushing out, but that's a that's a rush of blood to the head from both both players. And yeah, it's both... a, a good finish, though, man. It's very composed, very mm. composed. He could have fucked it up, but yeah, that was the shock, the shock goal, and the shock lead, which came completely against the run of play. Yeah, Zika. yeah, good finish. Yeah. He's he's on loan from somewhere. Where's he on loan from? Ah, uh, that's a good question. I have, to, I have to look into that one. I have to look yeah. into that one. But but yeah, but, yeah. A couple minutes later, what what you can do, we can do better, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Olympia. Goes. I mean, kind of kind of when you when when you see when you see it from the the, the different angle here, you can kind of see kind of how how um, soaked the pitch is. Yeah. So I'm guessing he was going for a back pass to the keeper, but didn't play it hard enough. And uh, the ball basically got stuck, uh, got stuck in the water. Okay, did, uh, did you did you see it there where you got the water kind of just, just bounced? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, they, they do that there, a lot in Cyprus. They water it 15, 20 minutes before the game, yeah, and then they water it at half time. And you're thinking, well, this is going to happen, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I I mean, it it makes it makes sense because you know you, they 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 do it all over the place. But I think that I think they overdo it. They, they overdo yeah. it sometimes. Yeah. But yeah. These chances here, I mean, that's a great save. Don't get me wrong, but he's headed it straight at the goalkeeper. You're expecting more from mm. uh, from the centre back, you know, Kvida, who's been fantastic for them this season. In all fairness, yeah. um, Tankovic had a chance. This guy had the chance. It, it just weren't weren't to be. Um, but that that result means that Olympiacos are actually off the bottom now. Yep. Albeit on goal difference. Which yep. I'm sure that's something to be happy about. You can build on that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, like I said, it'll probably boost their confidence to get get this result. Uh, obviously, kind of break break the cycle that they that they had going of these results. Um, Do you think that's a pen? Would you would you have given that? I've seen them given. To be fair, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's soft. It's it's very soft. Yeah. And yeah, then again, you could probably mean. argue that Tankovic pushed the pushed the mid the defender into into uh, Valakari. Yeah, you know, if it if it, if it was, uh, you know, I don't know, if it was like an Abuel or an Ossi, that probably would have been a penalty. Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Oh, so, so did you find out what happened with with with, the, with with this coach getting sent off? Right. So I haven't got a bloody clue. Even the commentator didn't know who he was. <laughs> So that just says it all. <laughs> <laughs> because I saw it happen and it, it just came out of nowhere. It's just that there's a guy in a tracksuit still on the pitch and he gets recovered. <laughs> <Now, laughs> why are you there, bruv? Like, why are you on the pitch? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But how about how about this? There's um 
Ah, uh, there was a chance the the header which went wide or the the shot that went wide. Um, I I I wouldn't say that Buffalo are slipping at the moment. As I said earlier, I think this is just one of those games that it weren't falling from. Any other day, it could have been four or five. Mm. Um, and I know it's a bit of a cliche, but I don't want to discredit Olympia Goz for this because going to the top team, being bottom of the table, they can only do their best and coming away with a point. If, they, if you'd have told them before the game, you, you get a draw at, at Buffalo, they'd be like, what? Yeah, Christmas come early, mate. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, that, that, that's exactly it. That is exactly it. They, they've, um, I don't know, uh, Baffor, it's it, it's gonna it's it, it's a weird one. Like you say, it was one. I mean, it was one of those games. But if you have three or four of one of those games in a row, it's not one of those games anymore, is it? It's it's bad form. So it's it's something that they'll have to definitely rectify next game. Um, you know, that's the second draw on the bounce, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They but they, I mean, they played that. They played the Ari in uh, in Larnaga. Yeah. So um, you know, you'd think, okay, that one you could probably a draw. A draw's fine there. But for saying that, you know, we're we're talking. I'm talking about them like dropping points, but they haven't lost a game this season yet. Yeah. So they've beaten, still, yeah. you know, thirteen games and they're still unbeaten. So. You know, it's just. It, it, I, I guess. I guess uh, this is where Henning Berg earns his money, and whether or not he keeps them motivated and keeps them going for it. Yeah. But gyro's gyro's still cashing checks. That's it. <laughs> he's no, taking he's, that Russian money. He's taking uh, that again. No, actually, he's, he's taking it because he was at Sheriff, uh, our own by Russians. So he's taking <laughs> the Russian money again, again. But but yeah, he's uh, you know. He was in, he was injured for for a good while there, but he's come back and you know it's as if it's as if nothing's happened. He's he's yep. still he's still scoring the goals for him, so it's, yep. it's great. There great keeps things interesting, doesn't it? Absolutely. Well, mate, this um this is one of the most exciting league campaigns I can remember, and uh, the draw gave the opportunity for clubs like Aris, Ayek, and uh, Abuel to close the gap, which they did. And uh, let's talk about Ayek beating Baralimni 2-0 away from home. Again, similarly to the Buffalo game, it could have been a cricket score. The amount of opportunities yeah. Ayek had, incredible. Uh, Triskovsky, I don't know how he didn't have a hat-trick in the first half. Yeah. But, um, yeah, comfortable win. I know they had a couple of opportunities, uh, Baralimni, this one in particular. But I think that was the closest they came to scoring. Yeah, I mean... So, Baralimni side, Sacha has got them playing as a team. They've got a couple of good players, especially in midfield. Midfield attack, you know, depends where you want to put Diawara. But, you know, they've got they've got a couple of good players. But, yeah, the Ayaka really... I mean, no, it, it, even, even, when, finish, even, eh? even when it's... How about yeah, that for even, a finish? Even when it's like <laughs> a, a tap-in, it, it's not a tap-in. He's got a it's it's uh you know they only score golares yeah um listen when when you've dyed your hair bleached blonde like that you've got to be scoring goals like that i'm sorry yeah you've got to you you got to you know if you're making statements you've got you've got to make a statement don't you (laughs) will the real rafa lopez please stand up well you know (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh dear! Oh, yeah. oh, but Cracking yeah, those, they 
they yeah they're but I I a really exciting team to watch. The you know we just we spoke about what Ultra's doing that might be was different from 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 last season, but he's not gotten playing much more differently from last season. Like I said no. there, last week, is he's he's just he's just got a formula. He's kept the winning formula, and then you know he's he's going to try and get them, uh, you know that one step further that they need to go to to make it. You know, there's a the kind of the top four now. There's only there's only three points between those the, those teams now. Then you know, Ike is right in the middle of it. So yeah, yeah that's right, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, they're on they're on twenty eight points, and Buffer on thirty one. Yeah. So yeah, this is uh it's gonna it's gonna be a tasty second half to the season. But I just want to go back to what we were talking about last season. Uh, sorry, last week with Ike in the sense that a lot of their uh, dangerous attacks come from out wide. And, you know, watching the highlights of this game, again, you're looking, apart from the set piece, which you've just seen in a few other half chances, most of their opportunities stem from out wide. I mean, you're seeing another yeah. cross from out wide into the box. Here's another one out wide, yeah. cross into the box. Like, it comes to a point where I'm thinking, perhaps Odra has done his research and he's done his... his uh, you know, as I said, he's done his research on the Cypri League and noticed that centre-backs just cannot fucking head the ball. They yeah. can't. Here's another one from out wide. <laughs> yeah. Here comes another one. Yeah. You just well, here know we go. it's coming. Here we go. <laughs> you just know it's coming. Another one yeah. out wide. Yeah. So, honestly, he, he's probably, him and his team have probably seen the, the amount of defenders that cannot clear the ball for shit. You know, I mean, look at that free header. And this is this is just normal. It happens with Omonia. Yeah. It happens with Baralimni, with Olympiagos, you know. But yeah. credit to San, San Juro, who scored the second goal. I mean, it was an absolute blind. They look at Triskovsky again trying to get the overhead. Yeah. He could have had four in this game, honestly. <laughs> but again, from out wide. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a, yeah. This is just, just a growing theme with this club, honestly. It's like it's like a, on FIFA back in the day, you just cross the ball in the box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Just, just keep, yeah, keep throwing it in there at one point and somebody's going to get ahead on it or something, aren't they? But yeah, it's... With, with this game, though, I noticed that while they're good attacking out wide, defensively out wide, they're a bit ropey, aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, it, it, it's it's with all teams, like you were saying, with the defenders can't head it for shit. You know, if you if if you if you're going, you know, both both your wingers and your fullbacks going uh, going attacking, you're going to leave a lot of space <laughs> out, out wide. wide. There you go, bam. There we go. Ooh, Come on, <laughs> lovely, 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 lovely. Like that. I, I, I like the other angle on this where you see it where you see it go right into the side netting. It doesn't even go. Doesn't, it behind the goal, go behind to... the goalkeeper, the angle. Um, well, it'll come up while we're let's talking, see, but yeah, the it's it, you know, if, if you're if you've got attacking fullbacks and attacking wingers and you've got everybody trying to cross the board, you've got it. Here you go, look, here it comes. Bam, look at that son ah. didn't even take a deflection. Look at that, yeah, just in step, just beautiful. like Beckham puts in the <laughs> side netting. Yeah, that's it. Come on now, yeah, but uh, the. Um, if you've got your fullbacks attacking as well as your wingers, then you're leaving that gap in between your fullbacks and your and your central defenders. Uh, yep. As we keep saying, central defenders can't head it for shit. 
<laughs> if, she, if if they can't do that, then you're gonna have people coming in uh, or coming inside, aren't you, from the wings? Yeah. Uh, and that's that's probably how you're gonna deal with uh, teams like Ajax uh, and uh, and Bafo and Ari. I mean, that's kind of why Bafo and Ari finished two two the other day. Uh, like, yeah, last week was because they kept they kept attacking they they kept attacking the gap between the fullbacks and the defenders. Yep. Yeah. Big old gaps the there is, because they have them attacking all the time. And the thing is, I have only conceded nine goals this season. I think they've got the third best defensive record. Yeah. Buffalo and Abuel got a better record, but yeah, yeah, they got a better defensive record than Aris. So there you go. Yeah. That could be yeah. very, very interesting come the end of the season, or could be very pivotal, should I say? So, yeah. right. Uh, let's talk about Aris then. Let's talk about Aris going to Anorthosi, getting a 2 0 victory. Um, but what I'm going to say, bro, this is going to go. In fact, I'm, I sound like I'm repeating myself. Anorthosi, they will probably be disappointed they didn't get anything out of this game. And this is, again, a growing theme. You know, yeah. it's a pattern with this with this show now. Ayek, great with the ball out wide. And obviously, just great at being wasteful. Yeah. It's, it's just like, wow, wow. Yeah, I, d- I don't know why. Maybe they need a higher... Uh, Look at uh, that. Coach. That's a free header. <laughs> That's a free header. You've got to get they, that on target they, at least. They, they, they need to hire a finishing coach or something because it's... Mate. There's, there's, there's no way. There's no way. There's no way, man. Like, look look at this call from Kazoo, by the way. Look, this is yeah. the left back. I want you to look at Waris, the guy on the, the edge of the D. Look at what he's doing. He runs, he stops. Oh, wait, too late. Like He sees him runner. as well. <laughs> he sees him as well. Like you, you see you see him just glance over like that very quickly just before just before it happens. But yeah, yeah. a free header again. again. Free it's... header. But that's that's a good corner routine, though. That's yeah. a clever one, I must admit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to get those on target, man. Go get those on target. I'm sorry. Too many. Look at that one. That's a great. Was that save? Did he save that one? Anna Alves. No, he didn't. No, no. I did yeah. that with a great strike there. Yeah. But they, they but just yeah. can't score, man. They can't score. Look at that. You I got to that. score. Oh, <laughs> you got to it's... score, man. They. they... I tell you what. What they need to. So so everybody kind of like in January, Anorthosi need to sign a finishing coach. <laughs> Yeah. They need to get they, they they need to get someone to teach like you players how to like, the like that. Nah, <laughs> there you go. You know uh, that's your old school give and go, mate. Yeah, that's your old school give and go. I mean, and to be honest, the defensive line was shambolic, but you can't say anything about the finish, man. Right across the keeper, I love those. It's yeah. the Tiora refinish, isn't it? Just put it yeah. across the goalkeeper. That's what I keep saying. Don't try hitting near post. Go across the goalkeeper. And here's Varda, came off the bench, overhead fancy kick. Fancy shit. Save, Do bro. the fancy shit. I mean, it, mm. it, you know, if that goes in, great goal. But, you know, I think they need to cut out with the fancy shit. They need to go They need to go back to basics, like you were saying. They need to go back to basics. Oh, defenders in this league, man. Oh, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh. I think it came to the point in this game where it was just desperate for Manorthosi. Do you know what I mean? They were, they were giving away too many opportunities. They were they didn't look like scoring at all. But, you know, again, when you first, first, first came on the show two, three weeks ago, we were saying that, you know, Munoz wanted to keep more clean sheets. He said that in his first press conference. And they're not just 
conceding goals. It's the manner in which they're conceding the goals. But to be fair to the defenders, their strikers ain't helping them out. No. Because the chances that they missed, it's, I'm sorry, that's criminal, man. That's criminal. Uh, and do you know yeah. what? The fans have turned on um, the, the president. Yeah. They've been talking about him. They want him out. They want him gone, this and that. Um, yeah. Do you know much about that situation? I, I don't really know that. Much I, I've been, I've been, I've been trying to keep up with uh, things going on there. So there's, there's been all kinds of talk all the way through the season so far about how the team's been mismanaged, kind of from the top, and that's uh, and the, the 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 fan club seems to have more of a voice here than say in, in other places because Bulay this is keeps coming coming out with press statements and talks at dinners and whatnot where he's saying like you know we will we'll, I'll go but you know do we trans do I leave straight away do I transition to the end of the season do we go over three years and get somebody in who knows the club I don't know what do you think I should do? Then you know the the fan club and uh, you know other representatives come out and say you should do this you should get out and then he goes yeah but I like I love Anorthosi Anorthosi is the fans team and uh, 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 you know the the whole process keeps repeating itself all the time so I think uh, I think that's why the Anorthosi fans are starting to be really like whilst they I'm get they're trying to not be against the team too much. It's probably affecting the team. I mean, if you have a look at Northus's home form, it's atrocious. Their away form is is basically what's keeping them uh, in uh, you know in and around those bottom yeah. two places for the top six. So and it's it's their away form, and then you're like, well, what's what what's the factor there? And it's basically because you know you've got fan unrest because of the ownership. Uh, and well, they they unfurl the banner. Here it is. Take your money to Bahrain and leave Anorthosi <laughs> to us. Like I don't know what Bahrain has got to do with it. Maybe the, the I, president is hiding his money there, or I, I don't I, know. I don't maybe know. something that that they know that we don't. Take your money <laughs> to Bahrain and leave Anorthosi to us. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. That's that's the message. <laughs> that, that's it, we don't it? want you. Fuck off. <laughs> What's in Bahrain? Yeah. Like, I know they do some I, Formula I, One there. What's, what's I don't know, man. I don't know. The only thing I can think of is because it's like an emirate, so it's like well to do and rich and whatnot. So take your money, fuck off, and we'll <laughs> deal with uh, and we'll deal with the team things kind of thing. I don't know. I don't it's, know, but yeah, it is a sad state. I mean, look, Anorthosi is one of the big three clubs in Cyprus. Right, there's no two ways about it. They're the first Cypriot yeah. team to, to make the Champions League. You know, they've got a rich history of, of winning trophies. And for them to be in this situation doesn't surprise me because they've been like this for god knows how many years since the last time they won the league. Yeah, I haven't seen anything. I mean, look, they'll start off well, then they'll fade away, and that's it. Like, I can understand why the fans are pissed off, but you know they're, they're talking about bringing in two strikers in January, but that's not to do what? gonna. Well, yeah, this is it. <laughs> do you remember last January when they got rid of uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Lafferty and Gacharava, and they brought yeah. in Novotny. Novotny scored what two goals? Yeah, it's 
it's I, I don't know I don't know what is going on. Uh, it's been a while. It's dysfunctional. They're not they're not where they're not where they need to be. Uh, but you know, it, it, again, we keep going on about you know history and you, you know all these teams winning stuff and but history will only take you so far. Uh, you know, um, as a Villa fan, I know. History will only take you so far. You know, we keep singing about winning a Champions League in 82. You know? <laughs> so, you know, there's, uh, you need, you need the, you need the future. And I think I'm obviously fans are worried that they don't see a future with, with whoever's in charge right now. And, it's it's uh, an odd one. It's an odd one. Well, yeah. actually, it's odd for anyone else that doesn't know Cypriot football. But, you know, they brought in Lapko in the summer. And I thought, okay, well, they're going to, they're going to build something here. They brought in Jason Punchin, and I thought that maybe they would use Jason Punchin as some sort of like influence in the middle of the park. You know, he and Artimadad, two of the most senior players at the club that have you know been there and done it. You know, Lazar obviously in the team. Vada, you're looking at it, you're thinking it's pretty decent, but you know, Hambarzumian has hardly been playing. They've been struggling defensively. I think losing. Um, What's his name? Uh, Rizvani has been a bit of a loss because I think he was pretty solid from last season. All right. Yeah. I'm not sure fans will tell me that he wasn't great, but was he as bad as that Finnish defender they brought in from Buffer? You know? <laughs> uh, Pauli. Uh, Yuri. Uh, yeah. 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 Was, he, was he worse than him? Oh, I don't think so. Correa, what's happening to him? Correa, what's happening to him? <laughs> Yeah, it's, no, it's... it's beggar's belief. Honestly, it's beggar's belief. But only they can fix it. And I'm I'm pretty sure that while the president is getting the brunt of the stick and and the blame, something happened with Vada as well. Shall shall we bring that one up? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know exactly what's happened. I'm gonna, I'm going to bring it up. I don't know if you can if there's any sound for our, our viewers, but. <laughs> That's very interesting. Very interesting. Now, for, for the benefit of the viewers, I don't speak Greek. Um, Vada's come off the pitch after defeat. And it's not the first time Vada has approached fans. He did it a few weeks ago as well. He went in the mm. stand and spots a couple of fans. And as he's coming off the pitch, he's been heckled by some supporters who are clearly irate. And he said, look, it's not about the money. You can keep the money. I love this club. He then went on to say, Buffo and Aris have more money and they can pay more money. To which the fan then replied, why were you talking to Abolon? Which yeah. was news to me. And it's news to the person that I reported to that knows Vada personally. So I don't know where, again, these, these stories come from. And then Vada basically turned around to, to, to the fan and said, you're not a proper unorthodoxy fan. You're not, you know, you come and play football then if you're, <laughs> if you're that good. It's, it's a bizarre exchange of words. 
a lot what was said in a short period of time, but clearly the fans are upset. They're taking it on on Vada, and look whether Vada should be talking to fans like that. You know, that's that's, that's his opinion. It's his choice to do it. I think he's done it too many times now. Is this a way for him to uh, deflect criticism from him? I don't know. I don't know if that's some, some, some kind of tactic. But should a player be doing that? I mean, it's, it's not the first time, as I said, it's not the first time he's done it this season. He's done it before. Yeah. Um, I I don't know, man. I don't know. Um I mean I I can't I can't say anything about about his form because he was he's been injured for a month, six weeks. Yeah. I can't he's, yeah. he's been injured, so it's fair enough. But um what what I'm interested in is the guy who's screaming at him like he's wearing a suit. So, like, is he who shows up to a football match in a suit? <laughs> is there like a director or something? Well, that would be quite, yes, that's that's a good so point. That's... I didn't notice that, in all fairness. Yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. That. If, you, if you watch it back, the guy's wearing a suit. It's you know, it's, it's, it's like the proper Gibreo uh, thing of like, I'm wearing yeah. a suit, sh- white shirt, but you know, Triagum Ga open, <laughs> no, no tie or nothing, is it? But yeah. Um, well, there was, there was one fan telling Vada to grab the, his teammates by the ears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Grab, grab <laughs> them by the ears. Yeah, and there's another guy. I don't know whether it's the same guy. He was saying Ibomoni, like, patience, patience. Yeah. Yeah. So, look, uh, there's a lot going wrong at that club at the moment. Um, and do you know what? With, with Going back to Vada, he was a player of the year last season. Standout player of the year. Yeah. You know, I, in my opinion, anyway. He carried that team last season. Mm-hmm. But for me, he hasn't been the same player since they got knocked out of the, the semi-final, the, the cup by Omonia. And I, and I don't know whether it's because maybe he felt that that squad wasn't good enough to kick on. He obviously signed for him permanently in the summer because he's only on loan last season. Yeah. So did he not have many offers? I saw him taking photographs with many Omonia fans after the game, which again was quite bizarre because you wouldn't see like, I don't know... Um, Fuck knows, I don't know. Uh, Troy Deeney taking photographs with Villa fans. You wouldn't see that. You wouldn't. <laughs> You'd get murdered. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. so but, but Vada just, he's, he's like a law unto his own. You know, like I said, he's a, he's a fantastic player. But there are things that he does off the field which are very questionable, which I'm not going to say on this pod. But some people in Cyprus know what I'm talking about in terms of his behaviour. Some of his former teammates and current teammates know about his behaviour. But again, that's not to do with football, so I'm not going to go into it. But he does make a lot of questionable decisions, which makes you wonder, are you doing it for the cameras? Are you doing it because you genuinely believe that you love the club and you want people to to, to buy into that narrative? I don't know. It's, it seems very bizarre, very bizarre. Hmm. Yeah, I know. Again, it's... You'd have to, uh, we, we, you know what? We should be inviting him on here to explain himself. That's what we need to do. <laughs> Get on here. Uh, he, he blocked me on Instagram a while back. So. Uh, so it might be a bit difficult to get him on. Then. <laughs> right, I got you. No, but uh, well, I think it, only he, him and Vazini are the two people that have, that have blocked me on, on Instagram. <laughs> it, it's. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think I think he's the, the the way he does this is to be like you know, 
football is a fans game you know we're here for the fans so i guess he's trying to be more involved with the fans because of it whether whether that's to his advantage or his disadvantage i don't know i don't think he cares to tell you the truth if he cared he wouldn't do it do you know what when he signed for them last season on loan the first thing i thought how is he going to get on with Ket's buyer because Ket's buyer is an utter lunatic He's an utter bloody lunatic. But I tell you what, didn't I fucking put in a shift last season? But this season, he's had okay, Milanich wasn't there for too long. And now he's got Munoz that is a pretty decent coach, but he's not batshit crazy like Ketspire. And maybe Vada needs someone like that in the Yeah, maybe, room too. yeah, maybe, maybe he needs someone, you know, in the training ground, give him a slap around the head to <laughs> Yeah, like Garfield and Odie. Remember that? Yeah. He used to be up the dog, and the dog always used to come back. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, so, where do you think Anastasi go from here now? Where, where do you think they they go from here? Well, their home form needs fixing. That's that's the first thing. If they want to be, if if they want to be getting into the top six and kind of staying in there, then they need to fix that home form because their away form's fine. If mm. you have a look, if you have a look at their away form, I think they. It it's kind of their form's weird. It's like win loss, win loss, win loss, win. It's, yeah. it, it kind of goes like that, and it it's kind of matching up with whether they're playing at home or away. So, whatever they're doing away from home, they need to do it at home as well. I don't know why they're not doing that. Do you know what? Something tells me that a lot of these players are quite nervous when it comes to home matches because, as you mentioned, away from home. They're pretty decent, yeah. I, I, they got pounded at Ayek, and I remember their fans throwing, you know, flares and that kind of shit on onto the pitch. But yeah. you know, Ayek is just down the road from them, so it might as well have been a home game. In all fairness, yeah. yeah. But you know, uh, away against Olympiagos, they won. They beat Garmiodis Atuna away from home. Um, what else? What else did they beat away from home? They beat Ayel away last week. So, yeah, but you're right. The home form has been pretty poor. They lost to Aris at home. They, oh, they beat Salamina at home. That's, that's, a, that's something, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's, Maybe Dox at if, home. If there's, if there's a game to home. win at home, that's the game to win at yeah. home for yeah. another yeah. isn't it? I mean, yeah. I, the, the, I think it was the Agrida game. It was Agrida at the beginning of the season when they drew one all when Vada went into the crowd to speak to the fans. That was the right. one. That was mm. the one. So, yeah, anyway, anyway. We didn't speak about Aris, but I think we said what we had to say about them last week. I mean, Gogolin yeah. wasn't playing, um, but Bambiga did the job. Yeah, their, their manager wasn't there either. He was uh, he was suspended. Did you see him in the stands with the, with the no. sign? No, no, no. But, but I, <laughs> yes. I, saw, I saw your thing on Instagram afterwards with the... <laughs> yeah. Spilevsky was in the crowd, right, with yeah. a bit of paper, A4 bit of paper, blue marker. Uh, guys, I love you. <laughs> Just like waving it. <laughs> So you see the fans with the poster saying, you know, can I have your t-shirt? You yeah, guys, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I need to find it. I need to find it, man. Because that, that made my day. I was like, what the shit is going on with this guy, man? He's batshit crazy, isn't he? Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, that's why he got that's why he got um it got sent to the stands, didn't he? Because of because of uh, batshit stuff he was saying to the fourth official, or 
it's incredible. It's, yeah, but I, he seems to he, he seems to have his head glued on. He seems to yeah, know exactly how to get performances out of these players. He's got very good players as well. Uh, so he's got that with him. He's got them working in a great system. He's got uh, working to their strengths. Uh, and he's he's just he's just got them kicking on. I mean, he, you know, they're in that top four. After, yeah. yeah I... there, there, there is something funny that I have to mention, which I I can't get the footage of at all. And one of, I think it was a communications guy at Addis was being interviewed on the pitch after the game by CableNet. And as he's about to take the microphone or, or have the microphone to answer the questions, I'm hearing... Right, and I found out that it was um, uh, what's his name, uh, Sikorsky, making those noises, right? <laughs> Just making chicken noises in the background. Now, for those of you who don't know, Anorthos's nickname by many clubs is the goddess, the chickens. So that could be why he did it. I, now I don't know whether that's for sure. I don't know. Maybe it could just be coincidence. But why the fuck? Like they're doing their warm down session, right? Their warm down session, and it's because he's going. I'm like, did I just hear this? Like, and I spoke to my mate who works at the station. And he said, yeah, yeah. Was, I need to get this footage though. I need it. It's brilliant. Oh, oh man! If you get it, can you send me it? I really, oh, I mate, really I, need, I to... need to find it somewhere. I need to find it because I checked on CableNet's YouTube channel. I was hoping yeah. that it would be there, but nothing. But it was, it was brilliant because before the guy even had the chance to answer, all you hear is myself. I was like, "Boys, I was like, messaging my mates in the WhatsApp group. Why do you see this? No one's watching it." Like, thank, thank God, the um, the trouble happened at Isle. Because that's yeah. the only reason why I flicked over the channel because they, they went to an ad break. I was like, okay, yeah. otherwise I'd have been watching the game and I would have missed it. But yeah. man, what? See, <laughs> things happen for a reason. That's all I've got to say. Yeah, exactly. That game got cancelled specifically so you could hear the chicken noises. Exactly. It's the universe telling me that I need to hear Sikorsky making chicken noises. <laughs> brilliant. Fucking brilliant. All right. What's the, what's the next game, bro? We've done an hour. We haven't even done all the games yet. Fucking hell. Yeah. Right, um, oh. so we've done Logsa, we've done Ayek, we've done Aris. Let's do let's do Abuel, man. Yeah, three-one victory at Salamina. Yeah, um, uh... I, I tell you what, this is just vintage um, Milojevic, right? Pragmatic, effective, does the job, and if you give him the tools to work with he's going to have a fucking demon squad. And from what I've been told, I've heard anyway, I bought after a left-back and a striker in January. If they get those two positions and they get those two right, I think they're going to win the title, man. I'm sorry to say this. They, they. Uh, I mean, I mean, even even without those two signings, they, they seem to be, they seem to be doing numbers. Uh, you know, it's got, like, you know, with the, uh, last week, Last week, our guests called them boring. I wouldn't call them boring. It's like they're inevitable is what it is. <laughs> it's, um, I mean, look at that run from Suffolk, by the way. Bloody but hell. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's kind of what I said. If, if you've got the players, if you've got the players that can do 
uh, business like that, then you don't necessarily need the people behind them having to do that kind of work. Which is why you know you got your, def- your defensive midfielders like Kostandinov or um, or four. Well, no, like 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 uh, the Georgian, the Georgian fella. Oh, Kvida. Yeah. You know, oh, Dasvili. Dasvili. Yeah, Dasvili. Yeah. So if you got if you got players like that doing the hot, doing the dirty work, then you know you can just let. You players in front of them actually, yeah. you know, do the do, do the fancy stuff. Yeah. Well, look, is... this goal from this goal from Bloom was brilliant, and he was actually set yeah. up by another midfielder in Sacha. Yep. Yeah. I tell you yeah. what, that Sacha man. As an Armenian fan, I'm sorry to say this, but I, I rate this kid. I mean, look at this. I mean, he didn't put much back lift on the ball. Great cross, Bloom. Look at the hat, the air time he got as well, man. Yeah. That's like Air Jordan. I don't know what the the, the defender just fell on his ass like he slipped. Uh, yeah. You know you can't. And and this goal, good credit to the referee for for letting play go but, on. Yeah. By the way, he could have yeah. just blown. But um, this Marquinhos, this guy has been pivotal for him this season, man. I think he's highly underrated, undervalued. Not many people are talking about him. He reminds you of how Thiago was at Almonia, big game player, man, delivers. Yeah, yeah. Th- I, th- I think it, it was a bit quiet at the beginning of the season. But I think mm. as the season has gone on, he's he's found his comfort zone, and from yep. there he's kind of he's gone for it. You know, he's keeping, yeah, he's keeping. Uh, if he keeps up his form, you know, Abuel, Abuel have got the title. You know, yep. the, but a lot, a lot, a lot of those front players are uh, are doing a really good job with Abuel, and kind of. I know Abuel have been really solid defensively, but I mean that that, that goal they conceded there kind of tells me, you know, Belek. Bel- I think Belek should be getting to that. That's uh, that's a very poor goal to concede. Oh, oh yeah, but or should the left back be be reacting quicker? I I don't know, man. It's it, I've seen I've seen a couple of decisions that Belek's made that haven't necessarily led to goals. But you know, it's been quite scary to uh, yeah. you know to watch. Um, Do you think they should have held on to Scoffet? Maybe, maybe. But you know, ifs and buts, and there, you know. If, yeah, if, true. If, true. You know, I said it on Twitter the other day. You know, if my Thea had Archithka, she'd be a Theo. <laughs> well, look, your mate got the uh, the third and final goal. Costanza. Yeah, yeah. He's another yeah. player that. You know what? At the end of the season, when they're talking about team of the year, he'll be he'll be there centre mid. I think. Yeah, he's solid. He's, he's he's a solid player. I, you know, I, I repeated myself a couple of times now, but that's he's the kind of player that Abuel were missing. So kind of when their form kind of fell off uh, last last season, you know, they needed somebody kind of like enforcer, kind of just to keep everybody in place. Yeah, uh, and they've got that now. So, kind of, they're uh, yeah, they're, they're they're where they are for a reason. That reason he's like, is... the, he's like the Nemanja Matic of, uh, of yeah. our world, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Very good. Uh, but yeah, the a lot of the players that they brought in over the last not not just the summer but last winter as well have been kind of. Uh, uh, ripe, well, not ripened, but you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, 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 of they, age. 
yeah, they're coming of age. exactly. No, come, yeah, they're yeah. coming of age. They've they they're used to the kind of the expectations that are there with all the fans that are there. They're used to with um, uh, the demands of a club of Abwell stature, and mm. they 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 they're, they're finally starting to pull the numbers together to be and you know if they don't if if they don't at least come in one of those top two places, I think it'd be a very disappointing season for them. Yeah. Well, look, we saw against Omonia, they had four different goal scorers. Um, again, three different Today, goal scorers. Uh, this week, yeah. You know, it, it's, it's vital if you want to win the league. You can't rely on one or two players to, to bail you out. And while Kvilidai isn't scoring, while Maglitz isn't scoring, they're getting goals from all over the pitch. And if they are to sign another striker, what do you think that means for Kvilidai? Because in my opinion... Again, this is my honest opinion. I said this last season on, on this very pod. If this lad stays fit the whole season, you're talking about 20, 25 goals. He's that good. He's that good. I really rate him, but he's been so unlucky with injuries, getting back to full fitness, hitting form. And when he does get a string of games together and get some consistency, he gets an injury or it's international break or or something that, that prevents him from kicking on. He was good at an orthosphere. And he was pretty decent last year, but again, it's the injuries that kill him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think they, you know, I, the manager th- seems to think uh, he's, you know, he's, he's responsible enough to be captain. So I don't think he's going to be going anywhere anytime soon. But what I think is, uh, I think he's not necessarily going to f- not uh, not phase him out but there's players like Ilya and players behind him that aren't necessarily doing the business either so when Kvilidaya is gone Maglita's not doing the work Ilya's not not doing the work but you know not, he's not scoring the goals uh, Ilya's not scoring either so they, they've got they've got um they need to fill that gap somehow and whoever comes in, if they're going for a striker, whoever comes in needs to pick up what Philly Dyer and the rest of them are dropping. I'll I, I tell you what, mate. Here's another name I want to throw in. Uh, Dalcio. I was yep. watching him in pre-season and in the Europa League qualifiers. And I thought, this guy can play. Like, number 10, yep. even out wide. He's a decent player, but can't get in the team. And th- this this shocks yep. me. I mean, is is this an attitude problem? Is it just maybe he's not doing the basics as what he's being told? I mean, I'm thinking, I'm looking at that team, and <laughs> as a Degari, who played Degari the other day? It was it was Bloom, if I'm not mistaken, because it at was the, um, at this last game, yeah, yeah, because Viafanyas wasn't playing. Viafanyas wasn't no. even on the bench. Kvilidai wasn't even on the bench. Were they injured? I don't know. Um, I think Sachal was playing left back, if I'm not mistaken. So. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about Dancio. I really don't. I, I I think he's a player, but he can't. You can't get in the starting lineup. I know he came on, but you can't get in the starting lineup. It's strange. Well, strange I mean, I, I think I, I think is you don't you don't mess with the winning formula if you don't have to. And you know, it's a team. It's a team that's getting results, so he's not messing with it if he doesn't need to. I think. I think that's what it is. It's, I don't think it's anything else other than that. I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything on toward there. It's just, you know, the players in front of him are keeping them out of the team. If they weren't, if they, if if they're not performing, then obviously, you know, he's the kind of manager who'd go, right, you're not performing for me. Take you off. Put the next person on. 
Mm. Well, the last time he played the full ninety was against uh, Bolon at the end and of he, October. And he got the he got the goal. No, he didn't. No, 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 no. 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 The thing is, he hasn't he hasn't got any. He's only got one assist this season. He hasn't got any goals, so maybe that's another reason he's not performing. But I look at him. I think he's a good player. No, so he is. Maybe, he is. Maybe, maybe maybe it's the statistics that are doing it for him because, as I said, he hasn't. He's only got one assist this season, and that was gets him off the see, second game of the season. So perhaps the the stats ain't lying right now, mate. <laughs> perhaps they ain't lying. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know. It, it's just it, it's just not working for him at the moment. You know, if the people in front of you are, are doing a good enough job, then you know you just got to keep working hard in training until uh, until you get your opportunity, and then you get your opportunity and you actually do something with it. There you go. That's it. All right. Final game. Omonia four. Locomotive Bolomidia nil. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, oh god. Yeah. Yeah. It's handy with the own goal. I, listen, I've, I've been speaking to him for the past couple of years, yeah, and he's a good lad. I take the piss out of him for his PlayStation skills, like FIFA skills. Um, but the moment he put that in the back of his net, I didn't even celebrate. And it's not because he's my mate. I felt sorry for him, man. Like, because there's no communication from either of them. In fact, he looks over his shoulder. He probably thinks the goalkeeper's staying. Then the goalkeeper moves. I mean, if you look, he takes a quick look over his... You don't see it in that angle. But he takes a quick yeah. look over his shoulder to see where the goalkeeper is. And he goes to play him. And it's in the back of that. This one, I thought it was going to blow for a foul, actually. I thought it was going to blow for a foul by Humble. Yeah. But great ball from Mix. Lesiak puts it in with his right foot. Um, I'm pretty chuffed with that because Lesiak has been on, off the boil for about a year now. So... That performance against Carmiodis, so I should say, Locomotive Bolemidia, was um was was quite a surprise, and it was one that was needed. Yeah. So yeah, what did you make of the game anyway? From what you saw, the highlights. What? Well, yeah, the they didn't really come out of third gear, did they? Um, yeah, I, was, I, I watched I watched the first half, and I, you know there was a lot of pro like passing, trying to keep possession of the ball. Try, um, I don't know. It just it just uh, it just Obviously, because there wasn't a need to, you know, attack with its speed as much. There was, um, it just felt a bit slow. But, you know, if, if you score four goals, if it works for you, it works for you, doesn't it? Um, but, yeah, the the goals, I think, basically, I think Garmiodisa made a couple of attacking changes to try and do something in the game. And then those, the, 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 those last two goals were, you know, I mean, look, you've got, Three defenders versus four strikers. There, you know. It's... But um, yeah, if you if you if you got me OAPFC, right? You call them Lokomotiv Polemidia. I'll call them OAPFC because uh, <laughs> I mean, at the beginning of the season, I did a screenshot of the of the players on transfer market with their with their ages, and it's like 37, 35, 35, 34, 34, 33, 33. You you like need to get down to the bottom of the page. Well, the last three or four players that are under thirty years old, so it, like you, you get to the sixty sixty sixth minute, and you you know you, Gamiodis are probably they? hoping, yeah. So Gamiodis are probably hoping two or three nil up before they get to like sixty minutes, because otherwise they're going to end up losing the game. Um, yeah. You know, it's but you know. Fair play to Omonia. They, they, you know, they, they, they had a job to do and they did it, didn't they? Play yep. the players, 
players showed up to do to to get the win, and they got the win. You you must be you must be relatively happy with it because uh, no, I would have thought I would have thought you'd be like ah one nil two nil uh, you know, but four nil is a bit more solid. Well, the funny thing is, it's the it's the third game this season we scored four in the league, um, yeah. which is a good sign, and uh, it's good for the confidence, no doubt. We've got Agrida next, and then after that, it's Aek and then Abolon. So hopefully we get a victory against Agrida to keep the confidence and the momentum going. Now, I'm not saying like Chris did the other day that it's papering over the cracks, but it's it's a start. You know, it's two wins on the bounce after losing against uh, Abuel so heavily. It's a start. And I think the first half... We probed a little bit, but up until the goal, uh, the own goal, we didn't do anything. We didn't test their goalkeeper. But after that, Carmiolisa had to play. They had to get men forward. They overcommitted at times. We played the ball around them very well. Um, second half, I think we played a lot of good football in terms yeah, of the second half was move. a lot better. Yeah. Um, but look, I mean, this this head coach can only play with the hand he's being dealt with. This isn't his squad. Um, so I'm I'm sure that either January or even the summer, there's going to be a few players leaving, a few players coming in. So let's see. I, I'm, I'm a, look, I don't want to be one of these people who say, oh, it's just Gadmiodisa, because you, you, have, you can only beat what's in front of you. And yeah. if you're looking at Buffalo the other day, being held at home to Olympia Goz, this tells me it further reinforces what I've been saying about this league, how anyone can take points off anyone. Yeah. You know, nothing's a given in this league anymore. It's not how it used to be. So we just got to take each game as it comes. I'm, I'm pleased with the win. And we move on. We move on. Yeah. 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 It's just me. I'm disappointed for the goalkeeper because I've been for, for the last... Five or six weeks, <laughs> no, no block, more like dick latch. But anyway, um, no, um, I'm a bit disappointed in him and for him because kind of he's been the one that's been keeping Gamiodis signing games and kind of with the clean sheets. Is for for a team of Gamiodis Gamiodis's yeah, stature, um, he's he's basically winning them points by himself. Uh, but this weekend, not so much. <laughs> but yeah. Well, you know, there's still a, a long way to go with this with this league. And I think they're happy to be where they are at the moment. And yeah. given the two teams that are below them, you know, um, let's see. Let's see. But shall we quickly move on to one final story in Division 2 involving the team that's top at the moment, Ayers? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh good! I've been waiting for. I've been waiting a good couple of weeks to talk about this. The top so, team and the bottom team. Ayers on twenty-one points, and yeah. Olympia's yeah. On yeah. Four. So, uh, UEFA um, investigated. So I, they, you know, they they kind of look at uh, weird betting patterns in uh, when whenever whenever they happen. And there were some anomalies between Aes and Olympias Limbion. Um, and basically, there was a lot of bets put on a game where only one goal to be scored in the first half. So, 
at the time there was a big old big old press statement from IS, two pages worth of A4 posted on Instagram. So you know you had to proper like to actually be able to read everything. You had to do what? Zoom in. (laughs) 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 All right, there you go. See, you can't you can't do it when there's something in the way so you gotta anyway anyway um a uh, lot 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 of talk lot of words just to say not ah we didn't do it we didn't do it we didn't fix the game uh olympias limpion uh, didn't say much but basically said the same thing um so it all went to um it all went to uh gop the cyprus fa to kind of look at it uh so Prior to any judicial decision, uh, both clubs were asked if they wanted to send a statement in. So Ayers again, basically claiming innocence and saying that uh, the envelope, envelope, it's a red envelope, they call it, uh, doesn't count because they uh, because in the envelope they also make reference to at least two goals being scored in the first half. Um, and then the IAS lawyers basically went and said, "Yeah, here's some other, here's some more data on other bets <laughs> based on the game. They've got nothing to do with this this specific one." Oh my god! Which basically is like, uh-uh. anyway, uh, Olympia's lawyers were a bit more measured, uh, saying that they weren't involved, uh, and because they can't, because UEFA can't specify culpability it's unfair to punish them uh, since no uh, uh, responsibility is attributed to either club and it's the first offence for both clubs the punishment that the Cyprus FA uh, uh, put forward is basically cutting the funding oh, wait, wait, the- wait 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 before wait before you carry on this yeah. is just going back to what I was saying about who knows who at the FA, right? <laughs> exactly. But no, no, no. So, so the good thing is... Conjecture, uh, allegedly. Yeah. The, the good thing is the the Dicasti had the, 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 the Cyprus FA lawyer basically had four pages of just Greek legalese, which, I mean, everybody has read some kind of terms and conditions and bollocks that they, they don't necessarily need to deal with normally like in english or in any language so you've got greek right you've got us because we're gibre like greek normally we're kind of like i don't know about you but when i read it i'm normally like going because i want to be skim, saying like skim reading it, yeah. yeah i want to be like <laughs> jeb or jeep or that you know all that stuff i did complication is it's all in greek legalese so it's like all it's, it's all these like words with 14 15 syllables and words you'd never heard of before you know that haven't been written since the day of Irodoro, you know it, it, it's crazy but anyway i went through it and he basically the, the guy in one of the pages had like a breakdown of how the uh, punishment works so if it's your first time offense then you get your funding cut off for the rest of the season if it's a second time, it's a three-point deduction and a five thousand euro fine. Third time, six-point deduction and a ten k fine. Fourth time, automatic relegation and a twenty k fine. 
The fifth time is expulsion from the league system for five years in a 50k fine. Now, on top of that, there's like a, you know, there's like a little star, like little condition. asterisk, yeah, yeah, little little asterisk saying that these punishments only count for teams that aren't in the first division. Oh, that aren't in the first division. Yep. Okay. Right. Now, I don't know if that's because teams in the first division don't get funding from GOP to operate because in theory they can operate without it because they're in the first division or if it's because it happens so frequently in the second division they want to stamp it out. Yeah, you know. Uh, 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 oh, don't worry oh, about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. especially Sorry, with what I didn't came want out. to say that. I didn't want to yeah. say that. Yeah, but especially what came out with Florescu, uh, the the what 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 came out with um, George Florescu uh, regarding Abuel versus Omonia as yeah. well the other week. Yeah. So shall, shall we shall we discuss that, or is that another thing that we should really? I mean, I mean, touch it, on it, when more when more. It's in the same to... thing, but we yeah. can we can discuss it a bit more later. Same thing. He's basically just come out and said like six years ago when I was playing for Omonia. An intermediary for Abuel offered him money to not perform during the derby. Mm. Now, there's questions to be asked, like, why come out and say it now? Why not say it at the time? Um, uh, why are you coming forward specifically now for that kind of thing? There's there's, there's all kinds of stuff that will probably, the, the situation will probably evolve. You know, we leave it two more weeks and probably hear, like, Four other players come forward, or four other players kind of go like, "Now nah, he, he, he took money from all kinds of people." You know, we we, yeah. don't, we don't know, we don't know. Yeah. Again, again. Yep, yep. But yeah, start 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 with uh, bitter, end with bitter. You know. Mm. Mm. But hey, listen, there's never a dull moment with Cypriot football. It really, isn't. I've I've never done. A, a podcast on on about this is my path. I've never done a separate football podcast where we've just said, oh, "It's been pretty calm, nothing to report." Listen, there is it, always something, always. If if there wasn't, we wouldn't be doing it. No, of course not. <laughs> but you know, it's it's almost to the point where we we're, we're looking at news stories, and every day there's something different, and. God bless you for doing like a show plan because I'm I'm at sixes and sevens most of the time. You know, at least you've got some kind of <laughs> some direction yeah. with this pod. Yeah. I mean, I just get the, the images and the graphics. I mean, there's nothing major what I'm doing, but honestly, when I look at some of the shit that are online, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's I mean, this, well, exactly, exactly. There's there's so much bloody stuff. You know, it's it's all well and good, right? But when you're, you, you know, when you because we've got actual jobs. This isn't, you know, we're not doing. When this is this is a hobby we're doing. We've got actual jobs. Yeah, yeah. It would be nice if they calmed it down for like a day or two, <laughs> so we can actually, so we can actually keep up. You know, it's, it's a bit crazy. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, just just looking now, there's a there's a rumor of. Um... Valakari possibly joining a team in Greece, even though he signed a, a new contract. Uh, Igos played, was it Salamina they played tonight? In a, in a friendly? Yeah, Banathanaigos had Salamina. Yeah, Bauk and uh, Aris. Aris played, but yeah, that's right, yeah. yeah. 
You know, we haven't even mentioned Omonia in the hunt for a, a new sporting director now. There, there's there's so much. And like literally every hour you can go on the news websites and there'll be something new. Like in England, you might have the same story like four times. But in yeah. Cyprus, it's like, wow. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, it's talk, not... talk about this quick. All right, we've got to move on to the next one. Somebody yeah. somebody started a fire in a bin over there. We've got it's, to... it's, it's relentless. <laughs> it's absolutely fucking relentless. But... Yeah, that's that's been another edition of, of This Is Mapper. Thank you for everyone watching. Um, hope yeah, you guys enjoyed the pod. Uh, do you want to give your website and your Twitter a quick plug so people can follow you? And it's the, it's you? right there, at Flares Gaffes. I, I just realised we, we also do this in sound so people can't hear me pointing. But yeah, <laughs> at Flares Gaffes on Twitter. I'm on Instagram as well, but I'm still trying to figure that shit out. So keep an eye out for that yeah but yeah just if you go on there it's got the website as well where i'm writing stuff uh when i try well trying to keep up with what's going on Uh, i've got i've got some articles on there as well so yeah check it out excellent well one more thing before we wrap it up i failed to do this last week so shame on me the league table this is what it looks like so Buffer top, 31 points from 13 games. Still unbeaten, the only unbeaten team in the league. Then you've got Aboa second, one defeat, 30 points. Only one point difference, but their goal difference is a little bit uh, in comparison to Buffer. It's, but it's, they have conceded the less goal goals. Scored. It's the goal scored go. that's hitting them. Yeah, Exactly. Addis third, 29 points, 28 goals scored. Ayek in fourth, Abolo on fifth. Oh, Monia, my lot. We're up to sixth in the table. Come on now. Um, Anothos is seventh. Salamina, Carmiodisa, Ael. Ael are in trouble, man. They're in, they're in DDQB on and off the field. Uh, imagine if they get points deducted as well. Oh, God. Imagine if you were someone that thought they were going to win the league. My goodness. I know, right? Oh, wait, I know. sorry. <laughs> I know. Ooh. Oh, God. Ooh. Olympia goes in Agrida bottom. But yeah, this is going to be uh, a fun next few months of the season. I think they're going to yeah. break for Christmas, aren't they? Like they normally do. Yeah, yeah. I but, think they've um, got some... I think the last game is uh, on the 23rd. 23rd. There you I go. I think. It's, it's a two-week it's, break or something. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Good. Hopefully, go. hopefully it's like a two-week break where I can breathe a little bit as well. Well, we'll see. <laughs> no, 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 in tran- no, in transfer rumours, it probably won't, though. <laughs> nah, no. Nah, it's it's going to be... It's going to be like the Alamo. It's going to be like the Alamo, I'm telling you. You know, Apollo are going to need players. Omoni are going to need players. Everyone's going to need players. I'm going to probably sign a whole heap of fucking 50-year-olds. You, you never know. You never know. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So that's it, boys and girls. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back again next week. Uh, buff or play Abuel in the big one. So mm-hmm. could be fireworks. So that's it, boys Ooh. and girls. Good night. Goodbye.